Hello, hello, hello. What's going on? It's Howie Spangler, Tales from the Green Room, episode number 23. Uh, today we're going to continue our track-by-track track series about the new record, Detonate. Um, it's coming out September 28th, if you don't know already. You can pre-order it this Friday, August 31st, and uh, you're going to get three tracks instantly. I Don't Want to Go, Maryland Summer, and Detonate, the title track. Um, some of you are like, oh, I've already got those two. Eh. Well, we didn't want to like spoil the surprise, you know. We, we want to give you, you know, eight more songs to to enjoy when the record comes out. So, you know, don't be too upset. Um, but detonate, you'll get that, and uh, it's a rocker, man. It's a, it's a rocker. I, I spoke about it on uh, the first episode of the Track by Track series, uh, episode twenty-one. Uh, so go back and take a listen to that if you missed it. Uh, covered covered Bruce Wayne last week as well, uh, episode 22. So make sure you, you go go take a listen and uh, get familiar. I gotta say thank you real quick to uh, Holly, Aaron, Antonio, Corey, and Veronica. Thank you so much for uh, supporting the podcast. Um, it means a lot to me. Uh, so Anchor started this thing now. If you're not familiar, um, you can uh, you could go to talesfromthegreenroom.com and click the support the podcast button. And you can pledge um, 99 cents, 4.99, or 9.99. Those are the three tiers right now. It's a uh, per month. It's like a subscription thing. You can cancel any time. Uh, but if you'd like to support, you can go ahead and do that if you'd like. Um, but uh, I don't know. It's just very cool that anybody would do that for me. Uh, I am trying to make the production better um, with every episode, and uh, trying to be able to do this a lot more often as well. Um, I really do enjoy doing it. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, so thank you to everybody that's already pledged and support the podcast. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. First off, before we get started here, uh, we have some, uh, some shows. Valley Who has some shows coming up. Um, and I would like you to be there uh, if you can. So first up here in uh, September, first show September, September 1st. Tampa, Florida, Summer of Rum Festival. That's this weekend. It's this Saturday. Uh, yeah. Um, I forgot the name of the damn place that we're playing. It's uh, and I spelled it wrong, too, on uh, one of the posts a few weeks back, and someone laughed at me, and I had to change it. What the hell? Anyway, um, look it up. You'll see it. Um, but uh, Summer of Rum Festival in Tampa, September 1st. That's going to be with uh, Sugar Ray. Should be a lot of fun. And then uh, next weekend... September 6th, we're going to be in uh, New Bedford, Massachusetts at Greasy Luck. Uh, September 7th, we're going to be at Port City Music Hall in Portland, Maine. Haven't been to Maine in a while. And uh, September 8th, Garden Grove Festival in Southwick, Massachusetts. That's, that's with uh, Bad Fish. And uh, I think, uh, yeah, Bumpin' Uglies will be there. Like Roots Creation. It's going to be a great show. It was a lot of fun last year. Um, I think it's going to be even bigger this time. And on the 6th and 7th, uh, Bump and Uglies are opening those shows. And, you know, it's always a lot of fun with those guys. Um, September 21st, York, Pennsylvania, The Depot. Haven't been to The Depot in a long time. A uh, bunch of crazy college kids getting wasted and falling all over our gear and shit. Uh, so that's always fun. Um, and then uh, September 22nd, Union Jacks in Annapolis. Uh, last time we played Union Jacks, it was um, insane. It was crazy. Uh, make sure you get tickets right now. Um, it was it's sold out, so I don't want you to miss the show. Grab tickets right now. BallyhooRocks.com uh, slash tour for all these things. Um, and then uh, after that, 
we're going to be heading out to the West Coast to meet up with the homies of Real Big Fish, doing a fall tour with those guys, the Tickle My Tiki Torch. Very clever name. Thanks, uh, thanks Aaron, for that. Aaron Barrett is a clever, handsome man. Uh, September 28th, uh, on the way out there, Nelson Ledges in Garrettsville, Ohio. Uh, that's a bad fish show, and Tropodelic will be there. Um, I've heard wonderful things about Nelson Ledges, so I'm excited to play there for our first time. Uh, and then we head to Toledo, September 29th, Ottawa Tavern. Uh, haven't been to Toledo in a while. I think we've only played there like uh, twice, maybe once. I don't, I don't know. Um, so yeah, come say what's up. And then uh, Del Mar Hall, St. Louis, September 30th, and the Fox Theater in Boulder, Colorado, uh, October 2nd. So grab tickets for all that, valuerocks.com slash tour. Uh, hope to see everybody. Alrighty, so let's get to it. Uh, the feedback has been really rad on the, uh, the last two songs. Um, obviously, uh, Maryland Summer and I Don't Wanna Go have come, up, come out over the last few months since the spring, and um, those got really great responses and everything. And then the last two songs that we put up, Detonate and uh, Bruce Wayne, little samples of those last week. Uh, just it's been awesome to see you all like loving this stuff so much it really means a lot to us um whenever we make a record we do our best to uh i don't know just make something that we're all gonna love and we get behind it 110 percent and uh this one was just i don't know there's something a little something extra maybe uh behind it but Thank you for you know listening and uh, thanks for all the great support and, and response, man. It's been insane. Uh, today we're going to talk about Riddle with Bullets. Let's do it. Riddle with Bullets. What a metal So it's just man brutal right it's brutal um so the name i'll tell you where the name came from first off i guess um it's funny uh the name was actually inspired by a family guy episode you know the episode where stewie kills lois he shoots her with like an uzi and she falls over the boat and uh peter thinks she's dead uh that's where i came from (laughs) it was uh the, the lyrics in the chorus are like, I'm overboard and riddled with bullets. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's where that came from. little trivia for you. Um, so uh, the song stems from, like, the feeling of, like, feeling broken and just, um, like, you have nowhere else to go and you're just at your lowest low. You're at rock bottom, um, and you feel like, you know, so basically for, for me, it's from what the things that I've been doing, you know, and this, I hope this applies to whatever you may be doing with your life. And, um, maybe you're, maybe you're on the search for something more like I am. Maybe you, uh, are looking for more than just that little sandbox life, that cookie cutter lifestyle that we're supposed to all live, you know? Um, you want more for yourself. You want more for your family. I, I don't know. That 
this is obviously it all starts with me like with lyrically um but i hope you can relate uh it's pushing for so long i've been in this band uh 23 years 23 summers ago we started this band um and it's been mostly highs don't get me wrong mostly highs it's uh it's 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 I guess everything I wanted or most of what I wanted. Um, there's obviously there's there's pitfalls. There's down moments. There's moments where morale is like it, at its greatest low amongst the band members, um, because it's a hard life. It's not you know you think you think man we've got these great songs. There's no fucking way that we're gonna get denied you know, and uh, it's just it's all part of it. And I think. I like to think that uh, all the hardships that we've had um, in trying to make this career something sustainable and, uh, I don't know, lucrative, I guess being able to just make money and, and you know, by creating art and and live off of it. No, nobody's asking to be stupid rich and, you know, crazy famous. Like, just be comfortable and... and the thing, the life that we've chosen, the career path that we've chosen. Um, yeah, I could go get a job at Best Buy. I, I guess I haven't done an interview in a very long time. I I've, actually have no. Maybe I couldn't get a job at Best Buy. Maybe like this guy. Nah, this guy's a fucking loser. He hasn't had a job in like fucking five years. You know what have you been doing with your life? I just tell everybody I, I spent the last five years going Kerouac on everyone's ass. I guess that's what I would say. Um, but, you know, I, yeah, I could go get some normal job doing something that I hate. Um, and that's not what I want, you know. And in this day, and especially in this day and age, I mean, people have been doing it for fucking years, for decades. You know, like, we see it every day, you know. we The products that we use... The products that we use to make our lives better, um, like that was created by somebody that is now rich as fuck, right? It, it's like, you don't have to go do that, you know, live, work that nine to five life, you know? I mean, the, the, the career path that I've chosen, it's not nine to five, it's more like, kind of like never ending, <laughs> like there's no, there's no cutoff, there's no like, it's pretty much when I wake up until I go to sleep. There's no like, you know, real break. There's no Saturday, Sunday life for me. It's not that kind of lifestyle. It's when I'm on vacation, even when I'm on vacation with my family, like I am on my devices working because it's, you know, it, that it's the demand. It's, you have to stay on top. Um, and uh, if, if some... If I'm not going to do it, if I'm going to sit back and take a break, then some other dude is going to work, you know, is going to work further than me, work more than me and, and get the things that he wants, you know. Um, I am a workaholic. I do enjoy the work. I love the hustle. I love it. You know, uh, not saying that I don't get exhausted and frustrated and tired. I wanted to quit this band, you know, two years ago. Um, it was just, things just came to a head and it was like, what are we doing? You know? Um, 
you feel like you're not things aren't working out the way you had intended and that's just how life works I guess but uh you know I I set out to do something important something that I enjoyed something I love um I knew from an early age that I did not want to go to college and do all the bullshit, you know? Um, and I didn't. I actually tried I tried college. Uh, I did a semester. I think I did a semester of community college. And I did like, I did great in speech. I was an awesome in speech, which is weird because I feel like an idiot when I talk. But uh, the uh, I intro to computer. Intro to computer, dude, I could run circles around every fucking person in that place. The, gr- the girl sitting next to me, I remember this. The girl sitting next to me at my her computer, we had little, this crazy box. You remember these with the big monitors and shit? This is like the late 90s, right? So like, uh, <laughs> dude, she's like, the guy's like, all right, uh, click the icon on the screen. And she's like, she bends over. To, no, she, she leaned over. She, what kind of class is this? She bends over. No, she leaned over. She said, what's an icon? I was like, fuck. Right? Right? So, you know, I failed that class. I failed it because it was like too easy. And I was just like, I didn't care. I was just like, it's fucking stupid. I hate, And I was paying for it. That was the worst, you know. Stu- you pay for this. You pay to do that. I, I don't know. Just, what a waste of time. What a waste of time and money. Could have spent that money on like buying myself a four track, you know? Um, anyway, uh, so, so that was a sham, man. It was just like, uh, no, I'm not doing this. No, I tried it. Uh, sorry, my mom. I tried it. My, my grandmother, we call it, we call it grandmothers and, and grandfathers, my mom and papa on the East coast. I don't know the rest of you that, but anyway, uh, sorry, my mom. I tried it. Uh, it sucked. I hated it. It was a waste. So I'm going to keep doing this band thing. Um, but uh, I digress. Uh, you put yourself out there. You work really fucking hard. You're having blowouts on the highway, you know, thinking you're going to die. Uh, some, you know, it's just. And then you just one day you realize after so many, you know, two decades that like, oh man, what if it doesn't feel like this is really going any further? Like maybe we hit a ceiling, you know? So all those feelings of like uh, just worthlessness, you know, low self-esteem, <laughs> all these, you know, just pathetic, like I, it just washed over me and it was like, I'm so fucking over this. I'm so done, you know? And then it's, you know, you see, the, the occasional like you guys changed my life like with your music and um i mean those things start to pick you up and then and then the girls record came out and it did really well um i was thinking you know this, this is gonna you know people might not like it and i knew i liked it i enjoyed it but you know maybe we're gonna do the same fucking thing we've been doing every every record cycle you know it's just all these things that run through your mind um, and I was just ready to throw it, throw it away. Um, you know, so that song is about those feelings. Um, so if I can go, uh, 
lyrically here. It's, uh, I'm running scared now, just like a fucking coward, afraid to face fear, and my mind just won't allow it. I want to give up and let my wounds consume me. Like, just, just, you know, all the, all the hits that you take, um, all the beatdowns that you take financially and, um, I don't know, mentally, you know, feeling like you're going to break down. You're just like, fuck it. I'm just going to lay down and die. <laughs> I'm just going to let it happen. Um, you know, and then it's like, uh, talking, you talking yourself, you know, down more, more like, uh, thought I could get by with positivity, dynamic structure, dark lyrics, happy melodies. Like, uh, I've always looked at my songwriting approach. Um, I've always liked the idea of taking like sad or like dark, dark, uh, content subject matter and putting it with a more upbeat positive backdrop because the dynamic there um it just really i don't know creates something special and different i think um you can have like sad lyrics and have like really heavy music or or uh some sort of a sad slow melody or something that that's totally fine too but um i really enjoyed the way they the songs turn out when I just kind of make it because it, it kind of feels like uh, I'm saying all this horrible shit like everything sucks blah 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 but then the music it, it just kind of gets into you and it makes you feel like well I mean it is what it is there are many people that are just exper experiencing the same things I am that you know are sad too or whatever it is or they're going through a lot of hard shit too so just deal with it and, and just move on you know it's I, I don't know it's just it makes it better for for whatever reason um yeah dynamic structure dark lyrics happy melodies uh depression sinking in and now the world's a prison i'm shackled wondering if anyone will uh so yeah depression sinking in yeah it's pretty self-explanatory there and they just feel like the world is just like against you or, or whatever um wondering if anyone will and then we hit to the chorus uh save me from myself i've been to hell and back i'm living dead Rescue me from the burning seas. I'm overboard and riddled with bullets. There's your uh, Family Guy reference right there. Um, but yeah, it just feels like uh, it feels like you're you're on this ship and you set your course and you're pushing hard. You're doing like 80 knots or something. I don't know how fast that is. Is that fast? That's probably fast, right? I think that's pretty fast for a boat. Do boats go 80 knots? Yeah, um, it's no, it's not a hashtag salt life. I'm not that kind of guy. I don't, uh, I just get on boats and I drink beer. That's, that's all I do. My friends have the boats. Um, so like, yeah, you're on your boat and you're doing your thing and you're making some headway and you're just crushing it. You're just going, you know, all night long for 23 fucking years. You're just on this boat, you're in, in like. And, you know, for us, you know, we're in, like, the Bahamas or, like, the Virgin Islands, like, sailing around the islands, you know, because of the, the reggae and the sky and whatever. Um, and then you hit, like, a like a big rock, you know, and your boat explodes. You fly overboard. You're still wearing your clothes. You got one sock on. Actually, who wears socks on a boat? Never mind. You got your flip-flops. One flip-flop flies off, right? And then uh, 
the one you're you're laying there, you're half alive. You're you're alive. You realize you're floating in in your raft, in your little life raft. And you're still alive. You know, after such a a brutal brutal event, um, you're still alive. And uh, that's that's what my life is like. <laughs> um, and it's directly illustrated on the cover of the new record, Detonate. Um, Sean Logan destroyed that art. That art is so sick. I just knew he was the guy. I knew he could do it. Um, he's done. He did the Pineapple Grenade album for us. Uh, he's done like the Three Loving Crews art. He does the Kelly Roots art. He's just, he's just amazing. So he did it like just how I explained it. Um, and there's like debris, there's like fire, and there's other like clothes from a suitcase like floating around the water. There's an island in the distance, you know, kind of symbolizing the, the style of music and all that. Um, and uh, yeah, it kind of feels like you're, we've been navigating this whole like reggae rock scene for years, over a decade easily. I remember 2006 um, when we put the second record out, Do It For The Money. Uh, we started really kind of getting some headway and people were like coming to the shows and um, that's when like Slightly Stupid and Pepper were like the two big bands you would go see and and then suddenly became this this, root, this Roots reggae thing and we, we're not Roots at all. Uh, just, you know, um, there's just something different about the sound. And, uh, you know, it's almost like it's like the that world kind of turned and left us in a way, um, you know. And so we've always been, we've always been a rock band, you know, and I, I come from like the school of Billy Joe Armstrong and, you know, Green Day was, they're my favorite band. And like, I just, I don't know, I, I like to rock out and, and my drummer, Donald, he's, he's a metalhead. Like, you know, he can play the fuck out of a, a one drop, you know, but I think it's kind of like a, it becomes an issue of like stay in your lane. You know, I, I, def, I definitely believe in like, uh, uh, in, in exploring and trying new sounds and, and growing, you know, uh, growing the sound. like, But ultimately, it's like, do what you're best at. And uh, because it can come off maybe kind of fake if you try. You know, if we, if we went, if we put out a Roots record, I, I don't know, maybe, maybe it'd be fucking rad, but maybe people will be like, eh, these guys, you know. I don't know. I don't, that's just my thought. Maybe it'd be fucking awesome. I don't know. I've always wanted to put out a reggae record, but um, like straight reggae, you know, no rock, just kind of like groove it out and like really get back with the vintage sounds and play on like an old drum kit and like get some old amps and like just do it that way. Uh, I don't know. Those are the types of things that run through my head. Um, so, you know, we were we were ready to rock again anyway by the time we went to record again. Uh and it just so happened that the songs I was writing were more on the rock side to begin with. Uh, I wasn't going to force, you know, reggae or pop reggae songs. Um, that just the 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 lyrics wouldn't fit with that backdrop anyway. Um, so it's very interesting how it all went down. And now we have this like heavy record. Um, so uh, okay, so we get to. Uh, the next verse, I'm getting angry now, a pointless confrontation. I'm always feeling down. My mind is always racing. Um, 
it's like, uh, yeah, I, I find myself like getting mad about things. And um, I have to thank one of my managers, Randy. He told me one day, this was like just a couple months after my dad died. And like, just we were on that tour still with Anti Flag and Real Big Fish. And like, um, yeah, we were at San Diego House of Blues. It was the last night of that tour, actually. Um, and I was backstage on the phone with him. And he was just like, dude, don't don't freak out about the things you can't control. Um, I tend to obsess over everything, the little things, the details. And sometimes you just can't control those things, you know? Um, it's, it's like uh, freaking out at traffic, you know, when you're stuck in gridlock, you know, at a time of day where it's supposed to be easy flowing traffic, you know, but maybe there was a car accident or something. And, um, the idea of getting crazy pissed off and seeing red and screaming and frustrated about that is silly because there's nothing you can do about it. What are you going to do? You're just going to sit there. You're just going to sit there, you know? So those types of things, like don't freak out about the things you can't control, you know, worry about the things that you can do something about. Uh, so that sort of, I really try to cling to that and uh, <laughs> improve, you know, um, and it has helped. So thanks, Randy, for that. Um, so, uh, yeah, my mind is always racing, but there's no finish line, an endless cycle, can't stay focused. I find myself being spread really thin. Um, I'm always taking on a lot of projects on top of doing this record and being on tour and, you know, being a family man and all that stuff. Uh, like, again, I love working. I do. I, I really do. I love all of it. I like drawing and doing music and you know, being a dad and all that stuff. But um, it, it, it can tend to uh, make you a little crazy and exhausted mentally. Um, and it's hard to focus on things. I forget things <laughs> a lot, you know. Uh, that song ADHD, I mean, that's how far back this goes. I mean, that song came out in uh, I think 2014 with that little EP out. And uh, ADHD was about that very thing where I just can't stay focused on anything. Um, you know. Uh, the next part is I'm chomping, I'm chomping at the bit. Make something out of this. Like, I, I just want to, like, I want this to work out. I want everything to be fine and everything that I've worked for to not be in vain. And, you know not have my kids hate me because I wasn't around and then nothing happened, you know? Um, so yeah, I want to make something out of this, uh, overly medicate with whiskey shots and cannabis. Like it's just, uh, yeah. I mean, you tend, you tend to drink more. Um, you're looking for anything to, to kind of take you away or, or take the edge off, you know? Um, I don't really smoke weed that much on, on occasion. I do, you know, and sometimes I'll hit my pen here. Uh, at, at my studio, I got my little grassroots uplifter from 311. Um, you know, but you're, you tend to look for things to, uh, to soften the blow, you know? Um, and, uh, definitely the whiskey shots. That's, that's, it's gotta stop, frankly, let me tell you. <laughs> um, no, I'm actually, I've been better at that. Uh, so, I'm digging deeper now. I'm fucking lost after 20 fucking years. And I really fucking need someone too. And it goes back to the chorus. Save me from myself. Um, I love that I could use the word fuck there three times in about a 
a second and a half. That's really, really good writing, if you ask me. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I'm just trying to convey, like, with all the F-bombs there, I'm trying to convey, like, just the feeling I have, like, just, God damn it, like, fuck, like, just want to fucking do this, you know? And, and I want everything to work out. So I'm here in my studio, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm writing a song, I'm kind of working it out, and, and I didn't really have a whole lot at first. It was um, like the verses, and then like, which is like this sublime, like skanky kind of thing, uh, sky upstrokes, kind of fast and chaotic. Um, and I think it's our fastest song ever now. I think it's like 210 BPM. Um, it's pretty, pretty fast. And, uh, so I did that and then I go into this heavy chorus um, and uh, had the melody like right away for the, um, for the chorus. It was like another one of those times where I was just like, oh yeah, this is speaking to me, you know? Um, just it wasn't sure what I wanted to say yet. Um, and then I had this idea to do something different that we haven't really done before. Um, which was to have this like post-hardcore like metal breakdown. Um, uh, we we have one in, in Detonate, but this one is a little more left field. Um, and I'm already seeing the comments from the, the Instagram post today. Like people are like, holy shit, this is crazy. Um, yeah, so I just had this idea of just like a drunk, 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 drunk. And then like, like, something really just brutal and like just dire feeling, you know, um, that really takes away from, it just goes somewhere else emotionally and melodically than the rest of the song. Um, because I want to pull it back. I want to bring that chorus back in at the end. Um, and then I had this big outro idea, but, um, so I want to, so I want the dynamic to really show, to really be noticeable. Um, so I cranked on like this harmonizer and I'm chunking along these chords. Uh, and so, and that's really all I had. That's all I, I kind of went, uh, I saved it, put it up on the, on the Dropbox there and sent it to the guys. I'm like, hey, check this out, you know. So really didn't mess with it until we went to go record it back in January. And um, I was like, well, I'd, I'd like to record this one. And still no lyrics or anything, just not even a full song. So uh, we're kind of, I'm, I'm building the skeleton of, this, of the song in a project. And I, I gave it to Mike and um, our engineer. And uh, we just start going through and like, all right, this is where this breakdown happens. But something else needs to happen. We need to kind of like take it a little bit further to start to bring it back. Cause I didn't want it to be too broken up and weird. It's, it needs to kind of go somewhere. I wanted to, I wanted it to feel like, like movements, like in, a, in an opera or something, um, you know, and, and the song's only like three and a half minutes long or three forty something like that. So it's like, it's pretty quick for, for like an operatic type of thing, but it really cool how it worked out. Um, uh, I think the song is so fast that we were able to get to these parts quickly without it feeling rushed or anything. Um, it's a good pace. But so we were messing around and, and we decided to kind of pick it up a little bit after the breakdown. 
and uh, we uh, thought it might be cool to have um, somebody screaming on it. It's like, yeah, man, well, let's just let's just go all the way with this, and like, we'll get some fucking screams, you know. And um, had this idea to get our buddy uh, Steve Donovan, who's um, he used to tour manage for us, and then he tour managed uh, tour managed uh, Tribal Seeds for a while. Um, and uh, he used to be in a band, like a post-hardcore band, back in the day. And uh, I'd heard some of his old stuff. So I was like, dude, you want to try to... Uh... Or no, I think he's the one. Yeah, he's the one that said it. Yeah, he's the one that came up to us and said, yo, let me try it. We're like, all right, cool, man. So like, I sent him the, I sent him the track. And uh, I don't know, like a week later... Get this email and there's there's the his files. He's got like nine different tracks of like just different screams and shit, and uh, put, dropped it in the project. And um, yeah, I was pretty stoked, man. Put some effects on it. it sounds really rad. Uh, so he that's our buddy Steve Donovan on there screaming and sounding amazing. Um, and then uh, to bring it back. It's just a simple da 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 da, just on the snare da 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 da. Save me from just back into the chorus. Um, I want. It's like all right, easy double chorus for sure. It's got to be a double chorus. Like we're not done yet. Like we're still, you know, we're still there. I, I I'm not. I haven't gotten the point across yet. You know. Um, and then it was like I still want to keep this going, but I don't want to keep singing the same shit. So I got. I wanted to wanted to change it a little bit. Um, so I kept the same chord progression as the as the last double chorus there, and uh, it's just it just came to be so simple. It was just take me home. That's it. Take me home. Just take me home. And when you hear it, you're gonna understand what I mean. It's just like you know how it is when you're out super late and you're getting drunk with your friends, or or like you've been on vacation like too long. You know. You know that feeling, like you, you kind of miss you, you start to miss your bed and like your your routine at home and all that. It's just like, just take me home. Like I'm over this. Just take me the fuck home. Um, so that's kind of what I was trying to convey, and uh, it just turned out so cool. We got these gang vocals on there. Take me home, just like, you know. Um, and then so we had this idea that we would um, we've never done anything like this. We don't we don't do fade outs. We that's kind of like a, <laughs> it's like an '80s thing, you know. Uh, I've heard it starting to come back a little bit though. Um, do like a fade out, but like, uh, so I'm playing acoustic guitar over top of the of the over top of the the electric guitars. And it sounds cool. It's just an extra layer. It's just got this chingy chingy kind of thing, and that keeps the rhythm going. And uh, so, um, it, so the drums, the guitars, and the bass, and the organ start to fade out over time over a few bars um until you're and you're left with the main vocal the gang vocals and an acoustic guitar um and i think some harmonies and then a couple bars later the gang the gangs are gone it's just the main vocal and the acoustic guitar and just there for that last round take me home take me home just take me home and just just ends it just ends it and like let me see if I can uh, hold on yeah 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 yeah, yeah. just moving around here 
Well, let me grab a guitar pick. So it's like... <clears throat> it's like... Uh, ends like that like how cool is that right it's just I don't know it's uh really excited about how that turned out like I can't wait for you to hear like it hear it all in context um yeah it's it's definitely uh I, I want to say it's my favorite song on the album I, I there's so many close favorites but like this one for some reason just really speaks to me um it really I feel like I I really got the point across of how I was feeling, and uh, the music is just, uh, just it's in your face the whole time. It's so fucking crazy, and then the, the different, the movements that it goes through, you know, with that breakdown, and then back to the double chorus, and it's got those like ska kind of sublime like '90s kind of skanks going on in the middle there. The verse is like, I don't know, it's just a really cool song, and it's very melodic and and. I feel like you're gonna be singing the shit out of this when you hear it. You know what I mean? We're definitely gonna be playing it live um, on the fall tour. There's definitely a few that we're excited to play live. Um, that is certainly one of them. Uh, we practiced it almost every day at Soundcheck on the summer tour, and uh, thought maybe we were gonna pull it out, but it just wasn't quite there yet. So <laughs> we just—it needs to be right, you know. And uh, Nick Nick's gonna be doing the screaming since we can't have uh, Steve Donovan there every night. But um, yeah, man, it's just a whole kind of new, um, fresh feeling here with everybody. Like we're all um, excited to get new music out and tour on it, you know. Um, so nobody's quitting or anything like that. <laughs> um, so look out for uh, Riddle with Bullets. All right, thanks for listening. Man, I am so excited for this record. Uh, you have no idea. Um, big things, man. Big things happening. That was stupid. Uh, yeah, thank you very much for tuning in to episode 23 of Tales from the Green Room. Uh, Riddle with Bullets, the track-by-track track series for Detonate. Um, pre-order this Friday, man. This Friday, August 31st. You get three songs, and then that shit comes out like four weeks later. September 28th on Rikos Records. Uh, tell all your friends. Make everybody know about this shit. Um, that's all we can hope for, you know? Just a little piece of the pie. Little piece of the pie. Um... So stay tuned for uh, episode 24. I don't know what song I'm going to talk about yet. We'll figure it out later, you know. But uh, please uh, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast to keep it up in the charts so people can get their discovery on, you know. They can find the band or find the podcast, whatever it is, you know. Um, I just want to spread the love. I want to grow the family, you know. Um, hit up the Bally Hooligans page on Facebook, the group. We got the uh, Bally Hooligans on the Instagram group, um, you know. Come say hello. 
All right, thank you very much. We'll catch you next time on Tales from the Green Room. <laughs>